right, guys. What's up to another episode of T2Mo and Friends? Uh, today we are at location in, at Ray's house, not HQ. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Chloe's uh, feeling a little under the weather, sort of. She's out downstairs. Like she's not. She's just lying. She's, she's a just, liar. She just wants to stay home. <laughs> ask, yeah, asking for for uh, sympathy. Yeah. She's not really sick. <laughs> so today's topic is... Uh, for first-time shooters, uh, what kind of gear to bring uh, or buy and or buy um, cheap target stands to to either make or invest in, I guess you could say. Yeah. And then, um, you know, just all around what first-time shooters should actually bring and, and do at the range. So let's uh, dive yeah. right into it. So this topic is kind of in continuation of last week's topic where we talked about good things to practice for beginners and drills and all that for beginners. So... We kind of had an idea of just starting a, a few a few episodes of things for beginners, things that beginners should know when getting into shooting. Because I know that when I first started, I was just kind of going in blind. Yeah. And it was really kind of rare to go out and shoot with someone that actually was experienced. Mm-hmm. So it's actually nice to, to know this stuff beforehand for a lot of shooters, save you time, save you money and headache. Yeah. So yeah, we'll get into our topics. Uh, well, first of all, it's, it's a gun. <laughs> you yeah. Know? You need a fucking gun before yeah. you actually go to the range. So. So, I mean. Uh, Talk about pistols first. Okay. So, like, my first pistol was, uh, an, like I said before, an XDS uh, compact. And, uh, you know, it was a fun, concealable gun. Very small. And then I dove right into the Glock. And it just basically just. Personal preference, I guess you could say. Yeah. I think for beginning shooters that everyone... I mean, if you want to buy a rifle, that's that's cool. Like I said, each his own. You do what you want to. But I think that it would be nice to learn how to shoot a handgun and practice with a handgun primarily. Yeah. Um, a handgun is a lot harder to master than shooting a rifle. I'll tell you that right now. Um, and in most scenarios, most, you know... I mean, I hate to I hate to forecast, but in, in like most scenarios of self-defense or whatever or any kind of defense type scenarios, you're most likely going to be using a handgun more so than a rifle. So Yeah, definitely. So I think that, yeah, you know, get a handgun as your first gun and practice with it. Um, there are so many different options for guns, handguns nowadays that are very, very affordable. Yeah. Um, yeah, Glock, XD, M&P, um, Canik. Yep, Canik. I mean, we're listing all the polymer guns, but still. Yeah. Um, I think that you can go to any gun store and take your pick. You can look around, ask the people if they are reputable, if they are nice, to you know ask them about what's a good gun for beginners. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always, like I said, you're always going to want to probably look at your Glocks, your M&Ps, um, your polymer guns, because they're more user-friendly. Yeah, definitely. More durable. They require not a lot of maintenance. And they're just fun. You can just basically take the gun from the gun store, go to the range, and out the box and shoot it. Yep. With, with no no modifications, nothing necessary. Just out the box, load it up, and shoot it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and also, you should, you know, do your research first before you go into the gun stores. Because I'm not knocking on the gun stores, but, like, uh, they have to make a profit, right? So yeah. they try to ma- make you, not make you, but suggest, like, the high-end mm-hmm. spectrum of the gun. So, like, for instance, at I saw the gun store one time. Uh, first-time buyer was buying a, a Glock 19 Gen 5. You don't really need a Gen 5. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Unless you have the budget. But Yeah, if you, have, if you have the budget, then by all means, you know, you know, fuck bitches yeah. get money. But, you know, what the fuck? <laughs> like, 
yeah, if you have the budget and if you know you're going to be serious about it, yeah, I mean, shit, go for it. Yeah. You know, go for it. But if you're, you know, kind of new to the sport and you're just kind of like, ah, oh, well, I don't know if I like it or not, but, you know, you definitely want to buy quality but not spend an arm and a leg. Yeah. Um, another good avenue is private sales. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if this is kind of where you need a friend that's more knowledgeable. Yeah. But um, private sales, you can get handguns from a good private sale for really cheap. Um, you know, I've seen people sell Glocks for like 400 and under, or you can find guns for around, you know, 350 and up. Um, but roundabout price is what, about $500 yeah. to get started mm-hmm. if you buy, let's say, brand new from a gun store. Or that's anything. just the gun. Yeah, that's just the gun. Yeah. But $500 is, uh, plan to spend $500 for a good quality handgun. Oh my god, I'm burping. <laughs> a good quality handgun um, for your first time. Um, like yeah. I said, don't get caught up in the price because they are there are guns that are hella cheap that suck yeah Taurus like high point <laughs> yeah um yeah I like uh what was I gonna say damn it, I had something I was gonna say but I forgot it now well shit <laughs> yeah oh it'll come back to you yeah so yeah oh yeah sorry uh rest in peace back page <laughs> oh no back page oh my god um so handguns yeah those are those are some of our suggestions like I said you don't have to spend an arm and a leg for a good handgun you know you can get a nice used Glock and, yep. you know, you know, whatever. Gen 3, Gen 4, whatever. Yeah. Now, rifles. Now, here's kind of a, this, we don't want to open up Pandora's box too much because everyone has their own preferences. Yeah. But um, it is fun to train with a rifle. Um, Like I said, it is a lot easier to shoot a rifle than a handgun. But, I mean, you can take your pick of any rifle there, you know, at the gun store or for beginners. Mm-hmm. You can get 22, you can get AR-15s, AKs. Yeah. Um, There are... 22, 22 long rifle versions of AR-15s. There's the Ruger 1022. Yep. Shit, if you want to buy a shotgun, you can buy a shotgun. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's almost like I don't know. So okay, let's 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 rewind a little bit. My suggestion for first time shooters or people that are thinking about shooting, go with someone that you know has a gun or guns mm-hmm. or a group, and then try it out. Try which one you know, which one you like, what kind of guns you oh, yeah. like, and rifles or whatever, and then choose, and then go from there. That's a good, that's a very so, good fucking point. Yeah, yeah, because you don't you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, and it is really kind of scary and, and, and intimidating. I mean, unless you've done like you're a nerd and you just do a bunch of research and yeah. you know what it is based off of videos and data you've read, mm-hmm. go for it. But yeah, a, a good friend that's knowledgeable is that's that is invaluable. Like that is probably your your ticket to to learning more and advancing more in the sport is going with someone who knows more than you and who shoots better than you. Exactly, and you know the first time going up there, you know, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll if your your friends are nice, they'll provide a little bit of the ammo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time you go, man, bring your own ammo. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, yeah, we don't like to bring people... We don't like to bring people who don't have guns. Hey, man, yeah. can you take a shooting? Fucking, do you own a gun? No, man, I just want to try. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for those out there, be courteous and, you know, ask your friends if you can buy ammo for them. Yeah. So, you know, because it's just a courtesy. You're going out there and you're shooting their guns and their ammo and that shit's not cheap. No. So, no. yeah. But other than that, I, yeah, I mean, like what Ray said, if you, if you do your research, nerd out, and you, you want to dive right into it, then by all means, dive right into it, but... You're still kind of skeptical and and um, shooting and stuff. Like, go with some people that uh, have guns and are awesome about it, and we'll let you fire off their their guns and stuff. Yeah. So you know. So yeah, good. Okay, so you have your. Okay, let's just move forward with yeah. handgun. Um, as we said, handguns that you can buy from the gun store are ready to go in out the box. Okay, right. so you get your gun. Uh, you need something to put it in. Yep. You're not. You're not just gonna. Go to the range and you know just 
I don't know, leave your gun on the floor or on a table. Or in the box. Or in the box. <laughs> <laughs> so you need a holster. You need a holster. Um, so holster. Uh, shit, there are so many different kind of oh holsters. Oh my god, so many. <laughs> where, where to begin? I, yeah. Um, well, I, I think just like, you don't, for range use, for, for fun, for practice, you don't really need anything with retention. You know, uh, like, I mean, you you yeah, you can if you want to, like I said, it's not a problem. But, like, a nice open-top Kydex or, like, polymer blend holster yeah. is going to probably be your best bet. Yeah, and then there are countless, countless uh, companies that sell outside the waistband holsters that are still good quality and, and the basic usage for, for, uh, range, for the range, such as, you know, TRX Arms, uh... Bravo Concealment, QVO Tactical. Uh, that's a that's all local here. Well, not, well, QVO is local here in Vegas. And then what else? Uh, Safari Land. Well, Safari Land's kind of expensive. Yeah. But. Well, it, it is, but I mean, some of their beginning their beginning model, like the open top holsters, you can get it for like around thirty bucks. Yeah. Um, even that that one that you had. Um. Uh, that one that you had, the GLS holster, like the kind of one size fits all one. Oh yeah, yeah. It, okay, it has retention on it, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, I mean um, that's fine. Um, um, shit. Alien Gear has really Alien good. Gear. Yeah. Um, my one favorite for beginners, I I I own one. I still have. I actually still have my. Is a Blade Tech. Blade Tech. Yeah, Blade Tech. No, yeah. no, I didn't say Blade Tech. Yeah, Blade Tech is actually good and affordable, and they make good. Uh, they, you can you can buy a combination holster and mag pouch. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm burping like motherfucker. <laughs> You can buy uh, Blade Tech. They'll sell you a holster and a mag pouch for like 50, 60 bucks. And it's good quality. It'll last you a long time. So, I mean, a lot of people shit on Blade Tech. I think there's nothing wrong with Blade Tech. Oh, yeah. All. Blade Tech's awesome. I fucking love Blade Tech. Um, so, yeah. Just yeah. buy a holster that fits your gun. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure where, when you go to the gun store, they'll have a section of gun holsters and of uh, so that'll fit your gun. So, yeah. Holster and mag, mag carriers. Yeah. Um, pro tip, though, if you're not in a hurry... Um, online is probably going to be your better bet to yeah. buy your holster for a lot cheaper. If you're not if you're not in a hurry and you're willing to wait, you can go on Amazon and find any holster for your gun for a good price. For super cheap. For Amazon super cheap. Awesome. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you can get Blade Tech. You can get your Safari Lands uh-huh. and everything um, from Amazon. Um, also, yeah, like Jeff mentioned Safari Land. Um, I love my Safari Land holsters. Um, I just have like the the what is it? A, not ALS. ALS. The mid drop. No, just the the type of holster. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it does have, uh, what is it, level one retention with the thumb, like the thumb release, whatever. But that's actually really fine. I love love it. It's affordable. You can get it for about 30, 40 bucks as well if you want to go that route. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, holsters. Um, uh, magazine pouches. Then, yep. uh, magazine pouches. Like I said, that's pretty pretty common. Um, a lot of them are one size fits all for for double stack or single stack handguns mm-hmm. uh, magazines. So, like I said, if you buy Blade Tech, you can find something there that that comes in a combo, or you can even buy they they sell them separately as well. Yeah, I have a I have a separate uh, Mag Tech uh, or Blade Tech um, magazine pouch. Yeah. So. Or if you want to be fancy, you can buy some HSGI tacos, <laughs> and that's like a truly one size fits all adjustable. But um, they're kind of expensive. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but they're I, worth it. I, I, I like my I like my HSGI tacos. I still have my my AK oh, AK my uh, AR taco uh, yeah. mag pouch. Yeah. All right. So and uh, a, a proper belt. Oh proper my god! Belt yes. that has you know uh, it's thick and sturdy. Yes. You know, like. Um, Kind of belts. I mean, there's a lot of belts. There's a lot of belts out there. Um, let me see. Hold on. Like 
Bravo Concealment has belt. Yeah, they have belt. Yeah, Bravo yeah, just came out with a new yeah. belt. Um, you can basically look online anywhere, and you can find a, a belt from any multitude of companies. There's yeah. like SOE gear, Wilderness Tactical. Um, fucking, I think even T Rex Arms makes their own yeah, belts. Arms, uh, HSGI yeah. makes belts. Um, Five Eleven, if you kind of want to go a little bit more cheaper, but still pretty good and at a decent price, Five Eleven makes yeah. pretty good belts, like range belts. Uh-huh. Um, basically. Anything nylon will probably, like, yeah, nylon. Yeah, yeah, nylon belts are probably better. Leather belts suck. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. I think leather belts are stupid um, for, for range use. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're first beginning and, you you know, you're using that belt and the, the leather men, you know, it's like, okay, well, you can only use that for so long and then. You know, you you want a specific range belt or battle belt to be mm-hmm. – be, uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that next, yeah. So regular belts to, you know, for concealment and at the range, just make sure it's nylon, it's sturdy, it's thick, and uh, it'll hold the holster in, in good retention. Yeah. my Okay, just if I can say something, my favorite belt – I mean, I, I put – I put off buying this belt for many, many years because I was being I was being cheap. I'll be honest, being cheap, and I was like, "Oh man, I don't need to spend a hundred dollars for a belt." You know, like <laughs> that's kind of it's kind of expensive, especially for a belt. Um, but when I finally made the plunge earlier this year, I bought an Ares Gear. Um, oh my god, what the fuck? The Ares Gear Aegis Aegis belt. Um, it's fucking awesome. It's just a regular belt. It looks like a regular belt. It doesn't really look overly tactical. Um, how, do, how the fuck do you explain this? It's like um, the belt belt buckle. It's I don't know how you explain it. It's uh, I, I don't know. Look, look it up online. Aries uh, <laughs> Aries Gear Incorporated. Um, their belts are amazing. It's they have a they have two versions. They have the regular version and the enhanced version. Um, I bought the enhanced version because it's they advertise it as being um stiffer stiffer and it's got an extra layer um. It's got an extra layer stitched onto it, so it's um like I said, it holds your gun better. It doesn't sag. Um, I've, you know, I I can carry a handgun, two pistol magazines, and two eight fully loaded AK magazines on my hip, and it does not sag at all. Um, awesome. This belt is a very very good investment. Um, I would say if you are looking to get serious with it, I would say buy it, buy this belt, and never look back. Um, yeah, it's a hundred dollars, but you know though I actually use it not just for the range; I use it for every day. Um, mm-hmm. So I use it, you know, just out and about CCW, and then when it's time to go to the range, shit, I'll just throw my holster on there, throw some mag pouches, and, and it's it's solid. It's good, man. So the Ares gear is my suggestion for a belt. Like I said, it's hundred dollars. You, you can actually score it for cheap sometimes. Go on Brownells and look for coupon codes. You can get it for probably ninety bucks shipped. Nice. If you get one of their ten percent off codes. So Ares gear belts. Um, but otherwise, like I said, anything out there that's nylon, that's sturdy, um, that. Mm-hmm. That is advertised as like, um, you know, stiffer, more for like ranger gun use. Yeah, you can't you can't go wrong. No. Um, so the battle belts. Uh, my suggestion with that is don't get like a really big, thick one unless you're like, <laughs> I don't know. No, those big padded like the like yeah, ones I had. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I first started, um, you know, I, I saw battle belts on on like YouTube and on Instagram. I'm like, oh man, I want a battle belt. And then I, you know, like, once again, being new to this and not knowing a lot, I was being cheap. And I was like, what the fuck, a hundred dollars just for the outer belt, and you have to buy the inner belt yeah. for you know even more. And I was like, oh fuck that, you know. Let me um let me see what's cheaper. And I looked looked around and I bought a Condor, um, inner belt and a Condor battle belt. Um, not bad. 
believe it or not, I still have the setup and it's still sturdy after five or six years mm-hmm. of use. Um, it's actually, I, I mean, I wouldn't knock it. It's actually really good. It lasted a while. The Molly hasn't torn or deformed and everything. The inner belt is fucking still solid. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. I mean, I like, I like battle belts because, um, it, it, the, it, it gives a little space between the mag pouches and your, in your hip. And that's why you could like, um, uh, access it faster. Yeah. To that's me, true. to me at least. And, uh, you could, you could put a lot of stuff on there, like, you know, your unnecessary, like, dump pouch. and Well, it's not, I won't say unnecessary, but dump pouches, uh, med kits, med kit, tourniquets. Um, tourniquets, anything you want to be battle ready. Yeah. Um, actually, though, yeah, I kind of do want to get a... I, I would definitely love to buy a battle belt again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they're... Yeah, Jeff said they're fucking awesome. You just throw it on and go. Yeah. That's really it. You don't, like, for example, with my belt... I have to take my belt off, you know, re re loop it through my pants, loop the holster, loop the mag pouches, and then uh-huh. then I'm ready. The battle belt, you just grab it, click it onto your hip, and then no. you're good to go. And all your shit's already on there, so it's kind of like one of those, um, I guess, first line of defense kind of things. If you need to use it, you just throw it on, yeah, and you're ready to fight. A, another battle, a slimmer battle belt. Yeah, so slimmer battle belts are the way to go. I'm um, not these like humongous, big padded ones. So, <laughs> what's a good slim battle belt? I, I got to resort back to TRX Arms. TRX yeah. Arms makes great, great gear. Um, I'm thinking about buying some that, uh, from them. They're, they're their own. I think it's, a, it's not Orion. It's some. Um, yeah, I think it's Orion. Is it Orion? It's okay, Orion, Orion, Orion belt. belt. Orion battle belt. It's really good. Uh, I mean, I haven't bought it yet, but I'm I, it, like looking online when you know Lucas wears that, and it just looks really good, slim, and good stuff. A lot of stuff on there, so I'm probably going to be investing in something like that soon. And a lot of like the top guys use it. And the good thing about that belt is you can weave um, your belt section in and out. Um, you can do belt or molly. So yeah. if you want to uh, mount something directly to your belt and not the molly attachment, you can do that. So I like the the options. Who makes um, the tacos again? HSGI. HS- so HSGI, they have their you know they have their own battle uh, belts too. I saw that for you. Yeah, and they have two versions of it. Um, both are perfectly awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so just keep in mind though, you buy a battle belt, you have to buy, you need to buy an inner belt with it as well. Yeah. And then you're looking about like what? Uh, I would say $150 investment, maybe. I mean, uh, that's on the high end because the right belt. Just, like, just this the battle belt? And well, both, both. Because the right belt's like 60, 70 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. It's under a hundred bucks. Uh-huh. And then their inner belt, I don't know if they sell inner belts, but yeah, they, do. You, you know, they do. So yeah, it's like under $150, maybe like I said, maybe less if you look for sales. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good investment for, for a battle belt. It's going to last you forever. You're going to use it forever. Yeah. Um, so like I said, do your shopping, look yeah. online. All right. And beware of cheap imitation knockoffs or, or Chinese, um, you know, <laughs> Chinese, Chinese beer. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so next one. I mean, we did ammo, ammo, what? Ammo containers? Steel. Okay, so ammo, yeah. You, you're going to the range. You need ammo. Yeah. You need something to shoot. So, uh-huh. so buy ammo, buy a lot of ammo, and train. Um, you need something to bring your ammo in, unless you want to be one of those random people that just brings boxes of ammo to the range, and they're opening their ammo boxes at the range, and they leave trash. Oh, that's kind of... Please don't be that guy. Yeah, and that's not really time efficient. Let's think no. about it. So you need a good container to buy, or to bring your ammo. So ammo box? Ammo, yeah. Ammo can or... Um... What do you... Those ammo pouches. 
Oh, yeah, the little, like, zip pouch. Yeah. The nylon zip pouch. Those are pretty cool, too. Yeah. But, shit, ammo cans are cool. Um, you can they're buy cheaper. A, yeah, they're cheaper. You can buy, if you know of any good military surplus stores, you can buy a good 30 cal ammo can for, like, less than $10. Oh, too. yeah, yeah. Um, actually, Walmart started selling, like, them, too. Not surplus, but just, like, regular ammo cans for about $10. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, it looks fucking cool. Yeah, that's all you <laughs> carry on ammo cans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so that's that. And then steel and brass, we touched, us, touched on this, like, a long time ago. A couple episode, of weeks ago yeah. already. It's just up to your budget, basically. Yeah. Um, up to your budget. If you ask me for training purposes, buy buy steel if you want to buy steel. I, I like it for training. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you get more bang for your buck, literally. Um, you can get, I don't know, steel case, you can get ammo for about as cheap as like 15, 16 cents a round. For nine, yeah. This is 9 millimeter we're talking about. Um, so I think that that is definitely the way to go if you want to just train and get more trigger time and get more reps and have more fun shooting and spending your money on ammo mm-hmm. is... Steel. Steel, of course. Now I understand some people are indifferent about it or they feel strongly about brass. So if you want to buy brass, fuck it. Buy brass. I don't care. Yeah. As long as you're out there shooting, that's all that matters. Exactly. And training. Really good. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and then, you know, once you once you start shooting, you don't want to blow your ears off so or your <laughs> eyes out. So, of course, ear pro and eye pro. Um, we have a little section in our uh, IG page of what I use for the range, what uh, ear pro what do you use, Ray? I okay. Well, I use the fucker, um, my shit. Is my shit right here? I use the um, Peltors. Peltors, right? Is that right here? Let me grab my one second. But yeah, good. Good ear pro is uh, a must because uh, you know Fuck you don't want to blow your ears out and that high decibel sound that comes out from the gun. Yeah. So I use I have Peltors. I, I don't, they're not up here right now. Um, Peltors are good. Oh, well, actually, let's go back. Let's talk about active ear pro versus passive ear pro. So like battery powered versus okay, not yeah. electronic ear pro. Oh, yeah, so um, the most common things you'll find are like earmuffs or earplugs. That's like yeah. more the passive, um, the passive sponges. Pro. The, sponges. Yeah. There's those. You can buy those. Those are cheap. You can buy those, and um, they block out the they block out sound just fine. Mm-hmm. You can go to any Walmart and or any sporting goods store and buy a pair of earmuffs for less than twenty dollars, yeah, really ten, fifteen dollars. Um, like I said, they're good. They'll block out anything. You can't hear a fucking thing. Yeah, like, I mean, a good, like, for beginners, like, the field and stream. Yeah, like, shit. Oh, yeah, man. Anything like that, any yeah. earmuffs or earplugs will work. They, they're they're going to work. Don't use uh, uh, actual, like, headphones for music. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Don't do that. But, um, yeah, that, that's, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that. So you can go anywhere and buy earmuffs or earplugs. Yeah. But if you want to take it a step further... It'd be more tactical. Yeah. Um, you can buy electronic ear protection. Now, for those that don't know, you want, would you like to explain what electronic ear so, pro is? You know, electronic ear pro is basically um, you can hear what's around you, but when a shot goes off, it cuts off the noise, the sound. Yes. Well, the, the ambient noise. Yeah, the high, yeah. So, like, basically, you can hear ambient noise up to a certain decibel. You can hear, it's like a microphone yeah. in your ear pro. It's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And then when something over, I don't know, was it 80 decibels or something? Yeah. Something over a certain decibel amount, the ear pro turns off. Yep. And so you can hear people say, cease fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really important, especially on the range when it's, like, a lot of noise. It'll, you can hear things, like, cease yeah. fire, stop, you know, someone's on the range, or... Malfunction. Yeah, or malfunction. <laughs> so it's sucking. <laughs> so good ear, good electronic ear pro is a must. Yeah, I think if you you know if you're serious about it, and if you want to go that that route, mm-hmm. what, what kind do you have? I have Walkers. Okay. Yeah, Walkers uh, ear pro. They're really in it. Uh, they're about like fifty bucks. 
I spent yeah. like 50, 60 bucks on that. And I mean, it's a good investment. So it is. Ryan has the Howard lights. Um, like I said, they're not all created equal, but they all pretty much do the same thing. Certain brands are going to be a little bit more high quality, have more, um, they have more options and more accessories and stuff that go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, yeah, $50 is a good investment. I know my Peltors that I, I've, and I've had them for six years, by the way, the Peltors that I have were 50 bucks at Walmart. You know, nice. shit. And I, I know that with technology advancements and everything, you can probably get electronic air pro for a lot cheaper nowadays. Yeah. Now, is it necessarily better? I, I don't know. Read the reviews. But like I said, um, you know, do your research and protect your ears. Protect your ears. Yes. <laughs> because that's very, very important. And I mean, iPro, you can get whatever. Walmart sells good iPro. Any, I don't know how would you like iPro. Uh, well, iPro. yeah, anything that's like ballistically rated plastic. Yeah. Um, definitely, you don't you don't want glass because if something shatters, comes back at you and shatters your glasses, that shit's going in your fucking eyeballs. Yeah. Um, you're gonna want um plastic lenses that are ballistically rated. So if something or impact rated, so if something does come back at you, it's just gonna bounce right off the glasses. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of brand. If you want to go like Super Tag, Oakley's. Um, yeah, you can't go wrong. With Oakleys are sick. What else? I don't even know any other brand of. Uh, uh um. I, fuck, I, forgot what the, I forgot what they used to call it by. I, like the the military gives out hands out these ones. I forgot what brand it was, but Walker, not Walker. Well, Ryan has those. I don't remember, but yeah, those are good, decent eye pro. Yeah, shades and clear. Yes. Um, for me personally, so luckily for me, I, I wear glasses. I always have worn glasses. Um, I have my glasses and my iPro all in one. Technically, dang, that's awesome. I know it's awesome, right? It's really cool. So I've never had to buy iPro. Um, and yes. My glasses are not, my lenses are not glass, glass, you know, they're not glass glasses. I actually do have the uh, polycarbonate um, impact resistant um, lenses on my glasses. Sick. And I, you know, I mean, I've always, I've worn glasses before I started shooting, but when I started shooting, I kind of was more aware of it. And I was like, oh man, these, you know, like these lenses are impact resistant and everything like that. So like score, I don't have to buy iPro for my, for my yeah, eyeballs, you know, for my eyeballs because I already am wearing them so I can see. <laughs> so yeah, um, good Good eye pro is very important, especially if you're out there shooting. Um, you, you never know what can come back at you, like ricochets or mm-hmm. just um, anything. Protect your eyes. If you can't see, you can't shoot. Exactly. All right. Um, gloves. Gloves. I mean, eh, we won't spend too much time yeah. on this. Gloves, gloves are, are gloves. <laughs> yeah, gloves are gloves. Um, a lot of the cool cool kids wear mechanics gloves, and I I, I, I have a pair of mechanics gloves. You know, because you're a cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, um, mechanics are cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're, they're like ten bucks a pair. Um, have they? Have they? Have they been they're, they're they're cheap. Dude. They're, they're cheap. Ten, ten fifteen. Okay, I'll say that ten fifteen dollars okay. a pair for mechanics gloves. Um, I mean, gloves are good for you know for cold weather shooting or if you're out there handling like targets and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, if you want to just protect your hands in general, yeah, gloves are gloves are fine. I think they're great. Mm-hmm. So if you if you want to buy gloves, you should. If you don't really feel like you need them, yeah, don't save your money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, buy fifty it. rounds of ammo. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. So next one, um, range kit, range bag, box. What's in your range box? So I'll leave this one to Jeff because he actually <laughs> has like an ultimate kit. He brings with us. I I pack so light, and whenever I forget shit, Jeff yeah. has it. <laughs> so what I have in our range box, uh, the TTMO range box, is um, extra earmuffs, extra eye pro. Um, cleaning kit, first aid kit, um, tape, adhesive, <laughs> spray adhesive, um, paper drills, mm-hmm. 
extra. Did I say extra ear priority. Yeah. Extra, you, no, you do well, whatever. Oh, yeah. extra ear pro. The squishies, um, markers, pens, mm-hmm. tools. Uh, so some basic tools. tools. Uh, yeah, cleaning kit, mm-hmm. oil, and that's a, that's about it. So just basic stuff. Nothing like extraordinary to to bring to the range because I like to I do everything minimalist too. But this one's kind of like the bulk of everything. I do need some tourniquets and stuff. Yeah. I need, I need to buy a med kit. I'm better at med kit. Yeah. Because I put the med kit I have is the one I, I have, like, I uh, put together for my mom's stuff. Oh, well, shit. I mean, <laughs> hey, life-saving gear is life-saving yeah. gear. And I do, I do want to buy, buy a tourniquet, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's basically what you have in your range box. You, I mean, you should have in your range box. Extra, a lot of extra stuff. Yeah. So, and... Because, yeah, you're, you're, you're making the time investment to drive out there. And the range could be close by, could be far, but you don't want to go and forget something. Yeah, exactly. So it's good to have everything in a box or a bag that's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, touching on that, um, a bag, a, ra- a bag to bring to the range. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of bags out there, a lot of options out there for, for I mean, every everyone now nowadays sells, a, you know, quote, tactical, tactical bags. You can go to Walmart, you can go to Big Five. Shit, you can go to fucking Ross or Marshalls. Yeah. You can buy like tactical bags. Like, you know, I mean, when I say tactical, is that like zippers, pouches? It's got Molly webbing on it. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm using the, the term loosely and kind yeah. of you know, as a joke, but you can buy tactical style bags fucking anywhere now. Mm-hmm. So are they all good? Are they all created equal? No, <laughs> not at all. But I mean, like I said, if you're just a beginner and you're not 100% sure if you want to invest so much money into it, um, shit, if you want to buy something like that, go for it, yeah, you know? just to get you by until you need, until you get better and... Exactly. Yeah. Now, if you want to actually spend, if you're cheap and you want to just buy, buy it once and then never think about it again and have something that'll last you a lifetime, yeah. there are a lot of brands out there. And we're not going to go, we're not going to go into detail. There's so many fucking brands out yeah. there. Um, I'll just touch on my, my personal favorite. A lot of people, there's a lot of like mixed feelings about 511 Tactical, but I love... 511 gear so much it's more affordable um it is higher quality i don't know if it's made in the usa a lot of people shit on shit not made in the usa mm-hmm. shit made on shit um but 511 gear has never done me wrong i've i'm going on shit three or four years with my 511 rush bag and same thing with my 511 covert um rifle bag mm-hmm. i mean you know i've traveled with them i've taken them to the range i I abuse my shit. I don't just, you know, I'm not nice with my stuff and no tears, no loose, no loose freight, no loose frayed, um, stitching. The Molly is so strong and it was a hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, these are your tools. So you you have to treat them how you need to treat them like tools. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, you know, they're, like I said, do your research, but a a good range bag Mm -hmm. is definitely paramount. You can put all your, your gear, your, you know, your belts, your, your mag pouches, your holsters and everything inside there. Yeah, and then shit, you can use it for everyday life if you want to. Exactly, be that be that one guy, that tactical guy in, in your class or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god, he knows stuff. Yeah, or oh, another another avenue you can go to if you have a military surplus store. Yeah, you can buy a fucking kit there. Yeah, for cheap. I like, just wish our military surplus store was a lot closer. I know, dude, it is so fucking far. Yeah, Han's military surplus is like, come on, bro, can you open up another? <laughs> he probably can't because he's got like an underground bunker and like some <laughs> some secret tactical shit in there, kind of like the movie Commando. Yeah, he's yeah. got like a fucking armory behind like the, the cash register, or something yeah. like that, underground bunker for like nuclear fallout and shit oh, like that. Man. But yeah, I mean, good range bag, good range kit, and good range box. Yes. 
All right. So next would be um, where to shoot. You got to find a range to shoot. Yes. So luckily for us, we live in the desert. Yeah. And uh, we can go out to we. uh, We call this shooting area Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. We just drive basically twenty minutes out of town, and we're there. And we're there. But I mean, there's also you know, if you don't have anywhere to shoot, you always go to indoor ranges. Yeah, and just, I mean, shit, you, basically any any modern city or town will have some place to shoot. Um, if you live in a more rural area, um, do your research. Look up BLM, BLM land, and a lot, oftentimes, you can shoot on BLM land, hmm. you know. And you can go, like I said, if you're going with friends, you know, people that are more knowledgeable, they can point you in the direction of where to shoot. Yeah. Um, if you're going to shoot outdoors or indoors, but shit, you can go find an indoor range basically anywhere. Yep. I mean, being in Vegas, there's like fucking a lot. 50 indoor ranges in, in like a 10-mile radius. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not knocking on indoor ranges, but out, outdoors, it's, it's free. It's free, and it's a way to go. And there are some <laughs> outdoor ranges, some um, actual like city or state-run outdoor ranges as well. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, do your research, but um, yeah, find a place to shoot that's good, that's safe, mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, it's got plenty of space for you to do whatever it is that you need to do. Yeah, and just, well, I mean, are we touching on that? I don't think, well, we'll touch on it a little bit, like, you know, range etiquette, like, don't be those, that dude that leaves trash everywhere, oh, and, yeah. you know, like, make it worse than it, you know, it should be. Yeah. Like, I hate that, man. I know. All that trash there, it's like, I God damn. Fucking people on, go out there and just shoot random shit and then leave it there, and that pisses me off so much. Yeah, I mean, well, whatever, I guess you could... Yeah. To each his own, whatever, but still. All right. Um, target stands. Yeah, so you have all your shit for the range. You have yep. your gun, your holster, your ammo, your all of that. What are you going to shoot at? You're not going to shoot at rocks. <laughs> you're not going to shoot at dirt. You need something to, to know what you're hitting. So um, target stands, you can invest in target stands, or you can make your own out of wood and PVC pipe. Or if you're really handy, you, should, you could you know build your own with steel. But there's a lot of videos on YouTube and, and online to show how to uh, build target stands. I found the ones that we use online yeah. and build. And, you know, it was two, like, two-by-fours and two-by-twos. That's yeah. about it. Um, when I first started making my own, getting into my own targets, um, I went to Home Depot and I made target stands out of PVC pipe and then mm-hmm. paper targets, of course, you can buy them fucking anywhere. Yeah. So um, I think for less than $10 and, you know, so one humongous like 10 foot long PVC pipe and like uh, a couple of connector pieces for less than $10, you can have three target stands, three target PVC stands. Um, the PVC pipe is replaceable. So if it gets shot. You know, no big deal. Just replace it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would, what I used to do is like we'd get our PVC pipe stands, and then we'd get our paper targets, and we'd tape it. Basically, just tape it <laughs> onto the two poles, and then and then go for it from there. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a really cheap way and fun way, and they're they're very um, they don't take up any space. You can break them down and throw them in your trunk if you don't have a truck or SUV. Yeah. So PVC, it's good. Jeff's paper targets are good as well with the wood stands. Mm-hmm. Those are perfectly awesome. They said they're they're low profile. They break down and then that's it. That's it. Now, if you want to invest in steel, oh yeah, steel targets are the way to go. Yep. You buy a good piece of AR five hundred steel from a reputable dealer or store, 
and it'll last you forever. Just granted that you're not shooting rifle at it at really close distances. Yeah. But um, look, okay, talk about your steel, the one that you bought. The one I, I don't know what company it's from, but like I bought it from Precision Armory. Two hundred bucks. Well, with a discount, it's like one ninety something. Uh, basically, it's just it was a. How would you describe it? It's like a C C zone size target, like yeah. torso target. Uh-huh. C zone size uh, target and um, has a steel uh, steel base, steel uh, hanging apparatus, and we just put a piece of two by four right in the middle. Yeah. And uh, once that two by four is done, you just get a new one. Exactly. Um, steel is good. Um, I uh, we bought steel a while ago. Uh, okay, going on six years now from a uh, local guy, LV Steel Targets, and when we. When we first started, we were like, oh, man, we should buy, like, you know, really nice, like, thick steel so it'll last a, last a long time. We can shoot rifle at it. Uh, we bought a 5 8 inch thick steel target named James. By the way, his name is James. And it, that shit is fucking indestructible. <laughs> we shot every fucking thing at it. And there's not so much as a fucking dent or a divot in the steel. Yeah. And we've shot everything at it. Um, and it was, it's, is it overkill? Yeah, kind of. Um, you know, you're probably better off getting maybe, like, a half inch or three-eighth inch thick target and it'll be just fine but um you know the the, the day we decide to get a 50 50 bmg and shoot it at it <laughs> you know maybe <laughs> maybe james will probably start to get some dents but um seal targets although they are expensive will last you a lifetime if you take care of it yep. and shoot it at proper distances and it's really fun to shoot steel because you know when you hit it yeah i was about to say it's, it's audible yeah you know when you're hitting steel yeah. on paper not so much but you know when you hit steel and that sound of steel ringing is very satisfying. Oh, it is. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, paper or steel, your choice, whatever you have the budget for. Mm-hmm. But if you have the extra money and you're really taking shooting seriously, buy steel. Yeah, I mean, they have uh, a bunch of companies like TA Target, ShootSteel.com, and just whatever is in your budget. Yeah. And, I, and if you're listening and you are local to Las Vegas, look up LV Steel Targets. Uh, dude's name is Kurt Kurt Stone, I want to say. Um, he is really nice, and he actually sometimes does like local cash discounts if you're just um, if you're buying and if you want if you go pick it up from his house instead of having him ship it, uh, a little bit more cheaper. Where is it? Where is it? He lives there? off of like ninety f- by the Meadows Mall. Okay, That's yeah, far. yeah. So we, yeah, we picked up our target was like three um, quoted us three hundred dollars for our target, and we went picked it up and. Everything and he he charged us like two fifty. Damn! It was like yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Does, <laughs> so he, has, sick. does he have different sizes? Oh yeah, dude. He has all kinds of shit. He has okay. he has spring loaded. He has the hostage targets. He has A zone, C zone, like oh, big. Damn. He has dude, fucking a lot. LVSealTargets dot com. You get an A zone target, the small one. Yeah, yeah. Man, he's, he's using that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, that's good shit. Um, okay. Now here's the next um, topic: is how serious. Um, you want to take the shooting? How, yeah, how serious do you want to take, you know, training and shooting and all of that? It's up to you. Um, if you're just kind of going to be more of a casual shooter, you go for fun target practice and all of that, you know, you go on the weekends once a month with your buddies. That's cool. Like I said, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not knocking it. I'm just, you know, stating a fact. If you're just shooting as for fun, that's cool. Like, yeah. that, that's perfectly fine. You know, how much time would you recommend? I mean, you probably got there for, you know, a couple hours with your friends. You know? Yeah, it's kind of, I mean... Yeah, if you're just you know shooting just for fun, weekend shooter, yeah, a couple hours isn't nothing too crazy. Yeah, you go you go you know, you go casually every once in a while with your friends, you know, bring some targets and have fun. Mm-hmm. 
um, that's cool. He said, anyone that supports the Second Amendment gets a gun in your hand and you're shooting it and using it responsibly, I, I'll, awesome. I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, casual shooters, that's fucking cool too. Like, mm-hmm. you'll probably, you know, like I said, you'll probably go out there and, you know, shoot. Not not train, but you go out there and shoot, you know, every once in a while and, you know, be done with it. Exactly. But if you are a little bit more serious, like you want to learn more, like, more, I don't know, self-defense style shooting or... Um, not, I don't want to use the word tactical, but more um, defensive style shooting and training. Uh-huh. Um, it is going to be more of a time investment, and it is also pretty fun as well, like learning new things that oh, are yeah. more purpose purpose driven versus just shooting shit to shoot shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when we first started shooting, and we were just kind of out there willy nilly casual shooters. We'd be out there for hours, just like blasting away, <laughs> wasting hundreds of rounds of ammo, and no, not really getting too much out of it. Okay, not. Not not getting too much out of it, but you know, we were working our our marksmanship skills and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. But we weren't really factoring like speed or time or everything. We were just going up for accuracy and just shooting things, and uh-huh. that's fine. Um, the more serious we got, the less time we spent on the range. We were out there for dedicated, you know, times practicing certain things, practicing fundamentals, and getting good and honing those skills. Yeah, not just shooting, just to shoot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like last week on the range, we only spent like. What an hour and yeah, an hour, and we got so much shit done. <laughs> like it was crazy. Like it was crazy. You didn't, you didn't realize how much stuff we got. We did. Yeah, until, practice. Like end of it. Yeah, dedicated practice is really, really awesome and really fun. And you're not wasting your time out there. No. Yeah, you can go out there, run some drills. You know, run certain repetitions of drills, and then move on to something else. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Serious shooting is. Like I said, if you, it's up to you if you want to be more serious or be more casual. Mm-hmm. It's up to you, um, you know, more serious, more tactical, defensive style shooting um, is more fun if you're going to be into that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, so, and then the, you want to talk about the shot, the shot timer? Is, um, is that a helicopter? I don't know. It is a helicopter. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, shot timer. So, shot timer is a very, very good tool. But it is something that you cannot get caught up in using. Yeah. Speed is not everything. Shot timers are good for certain applications, good for measuring time. But um, you cannot rely on the shot timer and say, oh, I can shoot in, you know, I can shoot in uh, in under a second. But but if you look at your target, where the fuck are your hits? Exactly. You know. You want to focus more on, like what Ray said, accuracy and um, shot placement rather than the time. Yeah. I mean, a true master will will have every single every single thing, kind of you know, mastered. I guess. <laughs> um, if you can get good good shot placement, safe like a safe draw and a safe you know presentation, and good timing all mastered in one, then yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, the shot timer is good. It's fu- it's fun. Like we like to you know play around and like compete with each other. Like who can get the fastest draw, who can get the fastest shots, two shots off and under one second kind of thing. Yeah. Like they're fun for certain applications, but it's not the end all be all for, for training and range stuff. No, definitely not. It's a, yeah, like what you said, right? It's a good, good tool to have in your toolbox. Yeah. Just to, to gauge where you're at. Mm-hmm. But it's not everything. Yeah. It's not everything. Uh, so the next one is, I mean, we touched on this too, but go, go with like-minded people to the range. Like, um, you want to, I mean, yeah, sure, you want to go with your friends and, and shoot shit, but if you're actually being really serious about it, like what you know, Ray said before, like, go with people that are better than you. Yeah. And learn from them. Yeah. That's, you know. 
Yeah, because if you go out there and you're serious and then you bring someone or you go with someone that's like, they're just a fuck around, you're, you're just wasting time. Yeah. And, you know, like, you're not going to get anything done because one person wants to fuck around and, like, shoot glass and, and you know, you know whatever, and you're there trying to get some drills and some repetitions in. So, you know, is there time for both? Maybe if, you know, if you're out there and you're not on the time limit, you want to just go out and shoot, spend some time shooting seriously, then spend some time goofing around. Yeah. Go for it. You know, exactly. but uh, I mean, for us, like nowadays, like time is not a luxury. So, you know, we get out there and we want to, you know, practice and get good and then be on our, be on our way and be about our day. Exactly. Get serious. Yeah. You know, it's, um, yeah, it's good to go with like-minded people mm-hmm. that want to get better and are shooting, you know, shooting and establishing and building a skill that could one day save their lives. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so last huh. one. Yeah, attire. Yeah, range attire and shoes. So this is this is more so if you're shooting outdoors. Yeah. Because I mean, if you shoot indoors, whatever, where the fuck, where, where whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. But if you're shooting outdoors, um, chances are you're gonna be on the elements, and you're, for us, you're gonna be the desert. There's rocks. There's broken glass because people shoot broken glass. Yeah. And other debris. Mm-hmm. So, um, you definitely want to dress appropriately. Yeah. For for shooting, um, like I said, I hate to use the word tactical, but tactical style pants it's like cargo pants i guess you can say things with multiple pockets things that are made of a more durable material in case you you have to kneel or it scratches on something it's not going to rip um jeans are fucking great yeah i mean i wear jeans yeah denim is good durable comfortable just something basically that's gonna not break down yeah it's not, it's not gonna yeah you don't want to go to the range and then your your pants rip and then your ass is hanging out yeah exactly kind of thing so something durable and comfortable because mm-hmm. you know if you are shooting and you're moving around you want to comfortable yeah uh and then shoes like good good shoes don't go out there wearing fucking slippers don't go out there wearing sneakers oh i mean if you want to wear sneakers yeah, that's fine whatever whatever i mean do what you want yeah but i suggest buying or having a a more solid sturdy pair of shoes made for outdoor use yeah like like a low profile hiking shoe or uh um if and if you are gonna wear like because i wear uh solomon's but they're like tra- uh, trail shoes yeah but, i mean you, you know Something with something that's sturdy and something yeah. with traction. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, because you're out there and it's uneven ground and everything. You could fall, you could slip. Um, something with yeah. traction would definitely help. Like, like Jeff said, um, Solomon's are good. Yeah. Um, something for outdoor use. I mean, shit. If you want to wear boots, you can fucking wear boots yep. if you want. Like, go, go for it. Wear boots. You don't want to be wearing Vans and. Yeah, you like, don't want to do that. <laughs> Slipping um, everywhere. Yeah, or you don't want to step on something and it goes through the sole of your shoe and into your fucking foot. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oh, Paul. Paul. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Shit. Hep, hep A through Z. <laughs> oh my God, we were so side story. We were kids. We were you we were so kids running around um, uh, <laughs> an area where they were building um, houses construction, and he jumped out of a window and stepped straight on a fucking rusty nail through his sole of his of his sneakers and into his fucking foot. Oh my God! Oh my God! That was so gnarly. <laughs> yeah, so we had to go, go, to, go to my house and my mom had to like fix him up that shit was so funny that was awesome. in retrospect though I don't know if he got a tetanus shot that's probably why he's all weird now yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> we love you Paul um, okay but good shoes good shoes for outdoor so Solomon Solomon Merrill oh yeah Merrill Merrill I, I, I owned a pair of Merrills I wore them to death though so those are retired mm-hmm. um, I have a pair of New Balance like trail kind of like trail sneakers that I wear to the range. Those are fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean, 511 makes shoes too. Yeah. Uh, any Anything that's that's for outdoor usage. Yeah. Basically, that's what we're... 
trying to get out, get there, get our point across. Yeah. Because you don't want to be, you know, like what Ray said, slipping and, you know, accidentally, like, fire around in the air or something. Yeah. And, I mean, truly, if you're spending a lot of money on, like, sneakers, do you really want to get your kicks dirty? No. Nah. Know. That's just don't not bring cool. your Jordans out there. And oh, my God. Don't whatever. bring your Jordans out there. Um, well, so, back to the steel. Where did you guys get your first steel? Like Oh, the video? first steel target. Okay, so my dad works construction and sheet metal fabrication and all that. So, at, at, at one of his old job sites, he was like, yeah, they had scrap steel that they were throwing away. So, he took it home. <laughs> that steel was not rated for anything. It was not hardened. Definitely not AR five hundred steel, but it was thick. Yeah, it was thick steel, like about half an inch thick, but it wasn't heavy. It wasn't dense. Oh, okay. So it was just regular old like plate steel. I don't, know, I don't even know. It's like plate steel. It was it was good for pistol rounds. Though, right? It was good for pistol rounds. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, like for pistol, worked just fine. You know, uh, my dad, my dad has a welding welding machine, and he um he welded us some targets, and we had fun with those. Um, where it got crazy is when we started shooting rifles at them and the shit would just bend and deform and look like fucking Swiss cheese. Actually, one of our targets before we, before we retired it, cause it was bad, yeah. was bold. It, oh, it had, it was concave. It was like starting to look like the shape of a C, letter C because of all the rifle rounds hitting it and it was bending. So, um, just for safety's sake, we actually retired that target because we didn't want shit splashing back at us. So yeah, awesome. um, definitely by... Quality. High quality steel because that's it could be your ass, could be your life. Awesome. Yeah. All right, is there anything else? No, I think that's good. We covered a lot of shit. Yeah, we did. All right, guys. Uh, so are we gonna? So a couple announcements. Um, we might not do another podcast for next week. Next week because it's Christmas time, and you know, you guys don't want to hear us talk during Christmas time. Yeah, well, we, we may or we may not. I don't know. Yeah, we we'll may see do what a double header today. Record something else if something pops up in our minds. Yeah, but if not, we'll see you guys after Christmas. We'll see you next year. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes, next year. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for listening. Stay safe out there.